Fringe in the Feather, where we talk about it all. We are back again, friends. Are we, are we ready? <laughs> I'm not ready. I'm not ready. Okay, I almost I had to pee a what little is, bit. Okay. What is that Kevin Hart clip? No, she wasn't ready. <laughs> what? <laughs> Literally. Listen, this is fine. The only thing that I know about Kevin Hart, honest to God, is when The Rock references him in his Instagram posts and the movie that they were in. But I don't know a whole lot else about Kevin Hart. But you don't know you don't know the movie? Um, they were like spies or The Rock is a spy or something. Yeah. That's all I know. I, honest to God, I love The Rock, but like in a realistic world, is he really like that man is so conspicuous. Mm-hmm. How would he ever be a spy? Mm-hmm. He is approximately nine feet tall. Gigantic. How on earth? I want to see like How I want to see like a Godzilla movie of him and Jason Momoa, and it's like the battle of the <laughs> battle of the beasts. Yeah. Anyways, that's battle of the, the Samoans. Yes, yes, that would be amazing. That that may be factually incorrect. I'm not sure that they're both Samoan. Um... I know the Rock is. Jason Momoa might be Polynesian. I think so because he did that um, that dance that uh, he did the haka. Yeah, he did the haka at his movie premiere. So I believe that you are you should be of that descent to be doing that dance. I have no idea. I mean, we're decidedly too Caucasian to know what we're talking about. We here. are extremely too Caucasian for yes, that's yeah. true. That's true. Anyways, okay. so on anyway, the topic welcome. of the Rock and Kevin Hart, welcome. <laughs> Welcome back, folks. We missed you. We did. We did. And we're not going to be talking about either of those individuals today. No, no, absolutely not. No, actually, today we're going to be talking about fashion and self-expression. But I mean, that kind of lends itself to The Rock, right? I, I do like his Under Armour line. I think it's pretty cool. I can't say I've seen it. To be honest, all I see on his Instagram <laughs> are like the muscle shirts that he like sells. Yes, Which, those are those are Under Armour. Oh, okay, because I was like, they yeah. are. I mean, there's not a lot of fabric going on, but I appreciate what no. he's going for. Yes, yeah. The I think his line of Under Armour gear is like one of their top selling collaborations. That doesn't surprise me at all. I know. I know. I, I like um, Under Armour yeah. gear. I'm actually a Nike person. Are you? But that's that's a, that's a good. Yes, I am. Because they um they spoke out uh about trump back in the day um so back in the day in the like day. two years ago i mean under armor has steph curry and they did they just had that nice. really awesome so a little girl did you hear about this no a little girl wrote to steph curry and asking why all of the basketball shoes for kids were all named for boys or like had boy <gasps> oh. colors and he wrote back saying that she was right that they didn't like that so they were going to rebrand them all for kids and that he like invited her to his basketball camp and like all of this oh, stuff so my god that's so cool you go steph curry yeah. big it's funny that you say that i am actually wearing under armor pants or i was today so i do i have worn under armor but i i'm tend to be more of a nike person for no Surprise, real reason the yeah. theme of the podcast is actually athleisure it's <laughs> athleisure actually that's probably gonna that will come up in terms of what we're going to talk about today sure. in fashion so yeah i mean i actually really like nike because they have a really awesome plus size line and not a lot of workout nice. brands do there you go there you yeah go. yeah 
Um, okay. So yeah, expression, self-expression and style. Yep. I think it's, this could be, I think it's fair to say that this is a topic that's near and dear to both of our hearts. Mm-hmm. I'd say we're both, uh, what do the kids call it? Fashion forward. I try, I, I tried, I try to be. Yes. Yes. I do too. I wouldn't necessarily say, okay, maybe fashion forward. I I know the kids don't say that. All right. Don't, don't at me. I'm aware. Um, <laughs> I don't think maybe fashion forward is not the term for it. Maybe uh, I think we both just have a pretty defined sense of style and we enjoy fashion. Is that fair to say? I think we care about um, aesthetic. So I don't know. And I, (laughs) yes. And I think that it's, it's, um, uh, it's fashion, but it's also just like the general, how we approach life. So it's even, it goes beyond, I know this is going to, this might, we're getting deep, but it goes beyond clothes for us. Let's dive right in. It's it's going beyond clothes for us. It's also just like a statement on, I think, where we're at in life and what's important to us. And yeah, it's I think we try to we try to come at things with like a a cohesive front. So like the way we dress and then that influences, you know, how we approach the world. So no, I think that's fair. And I think I mean, the thing that I like so much about fashion um, which is interesting because for me personally, uh, I grew into fashion. I used to hate fashion, to mm. be honest. My wallet, I think, still wishes I did. But, <laughs> uh, I love fashion. Why did, why did you hate it? Um, well, to be honest, when I was a kid, um, I mean, I've been plus size since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And back when I was younger, there were very few options for mm-hmm. plus size clothing. And all of them, it seemed like minus like jc penny because mm-hmm. at the time we were in the states um they catered to women who were like over 35 mm-hmm. so it was like so hard for me to find clothes that i liked and it was the whole like i hate trying clothes on because it made me feel bad and all of that stuff so i used to hate shopping so much mm-hmm. um and then you know there are a lot more stores now that do cater to um a variety of bodies which is mm-hmm. nice i definitely yeah. think there's a long way to go both in plus size and also I'd say in accessible Mm -hmm. clothing that's a huge Mm -hmm. hurdle that I don't think people talk about enough um but yeah I mean fashion is so complicated because you get there's so many assets to it I mean you've got street style you've got high fashion you got luxury Mm -hmm. brands you got the problem with fast fashion you've got trends like it is from an economic Mm -hmm. perspective I always found it fascinating but yeah getting back to I think style for me too. The thing that I've had the most fun with as well is that my style has changed mm-hmm. a lot over the last couple of years, um, specifically mm. in the last year or so. But yeah, have you always have you always liked fashion or yes? I did you? I grew up in yeah. I grew up in a family of women who like at one point I think all worked with the, for the most part except my aunt. Uh, but my mom and my grandma worked in a clothing store, and uh, okay. even just. Yeah, even just looking back at old videos of my mom when she was a child, my grandma, like aesthetic was like my grandma's whole jam. Everything had to be like, you know, just on point all the time. And my mom and her sister and my uncle were dressed like so cute, not necessarily like in expensive clothes, but all, but just always put together. Um, oh, yeah, I that, that definitely runs in my family, too. Yeah, yeah. And so I think for me... Um, I did have like a bit of a 
an umbro phase back in like <laughs> elementary school yep. where I where I fancied myself an athlete, which I guess I kind of am now, but just a different type of athlete. But um, yeah, I had that phase, which I think I've reverted back to now. But yeah, and then I had a whole kind of an athlete. But anyways, please continue. (laughs) Absolutely an athlete. Um, Anyways. And then uh, uh, I had a a phase in high school, which I think um, a lot of people wish I went back to. It was this like real preppy phase where I had like really cute corduroy skirts and like, oh, we all went through that. That was a trend, man. Yeah, so I had that, and then I went to a uh, university. Like university was, I don't even, I can't even tell you what my fashion. Like I feel like that was just out the door. Like I don't know what my fashion was. So what I thought it should be for university, because it's hard when you go to a school where appearances matter a lot. Oh yeah, and you're always trying to make a good first impression. Yeah, like Western Western is a is an appearance based school. It's a good school, but it's definitely an appearance based school. Um, and then. Yeah, since been being out of school, I feel like I'm settling more into uh, what I will end up being for a long time. Yeah, I had so many phases as a child, and bless my mother's heart, she put up with every single one of them. She's went. I was half a goth for a minute. Nice. Um, like I used to wear the giant pants with like the chains and the straps and stuff, and I like always wanted to wear skulls, like. Bless my mother's heart. Like, yeah, yeah, going back to family, like my family, I would say, has always been very well dressed. To be honest, I think that's the European in us. Um, Like in the Netherlands, like, you know how people here, like Mm -hmm. North American style is very comfortable. Like people are definitely fashion, but there's more of a casual aspect to it. Whereas with European style, like that doesn't exist. Like you are dressed always, like people don't go outside in sweatpants. Like if you go to the movies, like this is always the thing. I remember we were on a family trip once and we went to the movies like during the week. It wasn't a weekend, but we went to the movies at night and like all of the the girls were wearing dresses and heels. Like that was just, that's just what they do. You, you look good. Like doesn't matter if you're going to the mall, doesn't matter if you're going for groceries, you're dressed properly. So that definitely runs in the family. Um, and I, my mom has a really cool sense of style mm. and she's always had that. And like, even my dad too, though, I have to give him credit. Like he, he likes really particular things. Like his thing right now is really fancy shirts with like really cool collars and cuffs. Um, but they look good. Like, so Ooh. it's, I like that everyone has their kind of own individual thing. My sister is, uh, also has a really cool sense of style, but yeah, that's definitely run it in my family. I'm trying, I talked myself out of my point. I'm trying to go back to it. Ah! I was gonna say my parents, where did we go? My parents, I don't know. My mom dresses like her, like my mom dresses like her. I don't, I, I don't know how to like. She always looks nice. Um, I don't know that she's like up with the latest trends, but she dresses like well for because she's short. She's like five feet tall, but she always, she always looks so lovely, and she doesn't age, so that is really crazy. <laughs> and then my dad, my dad is. Um, he looks nice when he has to look nice. And then the rest of the time he's wearing one of his 22 black turtlenecks that he owns that he keeps, <laughs> he keeps, he keeps picking up at value village uh, or wearing something that he's had for literally 50 years. Like he just forever he, and forever. Amen. Yeah. And he started, he started to wear nicer things. Cause I've been buying him like Ilberian goose sweatshirts and stuff, but shout out. Yeah. We'll get it. We'll shout talk to the plug. We'll talk. We'll talk about them for sure. Um, yeah, and uh, so he's starting. He always looks nice because he's like tall, but yeah, he's not. He's not really into um, fashion. 
That's fair. I finally, I remembered, I, we were talking about trends and how my blessed mother put up with mine. Like, I went through the skater yes. kid trend. Yes. Oh, skater. I went through the, like, the American Eagle preppy trend. Yes. And then, like, I'm just trying to remember them all. Like, I had so many phases as a child. And, like, bless, yeah. seriously, my parents tried to keep up with all of them. But yes, the skull phase for me lasted a really long time. Oh, God, I still wear skulls. I still do too, but like not to the extent that I used to. Like they used to be on everything I own. So like oh I literally, God. I had a custom dress made to go to a bat mitzvah. That's so fancy. When I was younger, and it had skulls all over it. The thing was amazing. But I mean, when I was I was thinking about this the other day for me too, thinking about like outfits that I've had for like special occasions, and like I when I graduated eighth grade, I did it in a suit. That's when I cool. like I've always had like special outfits like that and it just made me laugh because even recently like uh, I had a friend get married recently and I was lucky enough to be mm-hmm. in the bridal party and she was a super chill bride which is awesome and she let me wear sneakers yes. to the wedding yes those were beautiful thank you they're my new favorites but it's like just things like that and I'm like to be honest I think that sums up my fashion sense more than anything else is like when it comes to things like that the expression for me is more important than I don't think any of, like, I don't regret any of them. I think they were all um, on trend at the time. There's some I look back now, I was like, ooh, was that really the best call? But yes, I we still went for it. I think about a lot of high school, I don't think I wore a bra for a lot of it. Honest to God. Oh, God, that reminds me. I had an outfit. Oh, I wish I still had it, actually. I'd, I'd wear it. It was married of terry cloth. I'm sure that it would have, it would have been a staple in the Coachella um circuit but I had like was it a juicy couture sweat sweatsuit no no because we did not (laughs) we did not have that where I was from um but it was like it was like terry cloth and it was rainbow striped and it had a matching top and I wore both the matching top and the matching terry cloth pants with no bra on so I was (laughs) I was just freewheeling apparently in high school it's uh still still top of my class but no bra ever <laughs> see i went to uniform school from grade oh, seven all the way up to grade 12 that's fun though uh it wasn't it wasn't like it made getting dressed um easier but the thing i found interesting about it is that even in uniform school there was still trends that happened so like it was very popular like i was one of those kids i always wore my collar popped because it just in mm-hmm. my head it looked better probably didn't mm-hmm. but like you mm-hmm. know we were allowed to wear like we had a more casual uniform in the second like uh i went to one school during grade seven to ten and then a second school to 11 to 12 um and the first one was like super strict like we had to wear formal uniform every monday and that was for the girls which was super sexist and finally they changed it at the, at the end um we had to wear like blazer dress shirt tie the girls always had to wear skirts and knee socks or tights oh wow the guys had to wear slacks we had to wear like formal shoes and we would always have to wear them on like trips and stuff which was the worst always the worst because you'd go to like the science center and you'd show up with all the other like high schools or like middle schoolers and then they have all their like fun clothes and we get off looking like the brady bunch that was great gotcha yeah i I don't I think I liked the idea of uniforms because it did look so put together. And then now looking back on it and I didn't realize this at the time, but it does kind of even everybody out in terms of like um, everybody looks the same. So for my school, we had uh, a lot of kids from different areas of the city. So different incomes. Um, 
And I think that uniforms would have evened that out. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. Okay. How well, do, because how... they they still cost money, right? So right. there's that. And then the other thing too is like what I was saying about the trends. So for, at the second school I went to, for instance, like you could wear your own shoes. So there was still like it's always fascinating to me how people still manage to individualize things, which I think is cool. Okay. But you know, like we would wear like certain bracelets. And of course, like there was a time where like the live strong bracelets were popular. And then these other bracelets Mm. were popular. And like, I used to wear Converse's all the time, like, which I still do, but like to a fault, like I would wear them in winter because I wanted to look cool and looking cool was better than being warm. (laughs) So you're saying that people, people could still assert their uh, socioeconomic status through like their accessories. Yeah. 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 And then even things like, Okay, was, that makes and sense. You know how like kids get fixated on the weirdest things, right? So there was like certain khakis that looked nicer and like yeah. you wanted to be able to wear like the old navy khakis, not like the uniform store khakis. It was like a whole like there was still this weird policing that went on. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, it was interesting. Like people like I it's it's always a grass is greener thing. Like people who didn't have uniform would be like, Oh, it's so easy to get dressed and people who did have uniform were like, I could not wear my own clothes except like maybe once a month. Oh, like, okay. Gotcha. That makes sense. Yeah, that's interesting. I wonder, I was thinking actually, I wonder if that influenced maybe how much I like to stand out now. I'm sure those are my formative years. I'm sure something has to do with something. Psychologists, send us some comments. I'm sure, (laughs) I am sure that something is connected here. Where are you at? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've noticed like, just as I've been getting older, I dress less for other people for sure and then more more for me um which i think in a weird way makes somebody more stylish when they do that so well yeah, yeah. i mean like that's actually a good segue thanks jess that's no, so great no problem one of the things i always found can you guys tell that we're playing this can you tell it <laughs> it's not like we're looking at the google doc where we both have notes about what we want to talk about we, yeah i'm aggressively lo- i'm like trying not to be like okay now we have to go on to this and now this and that yeah no they're just okay. notes i mean we're just free will in here you know just that's gonna be the new the new term <laughs> free ball just free no balling. no <laughs> no we are not we're okay that's on the list where are we at in our thoughts on men free balling no that's not oh on the list. that might we're, no we're not touching that right now absolutely not because <laughs> i have some stories from university that i do not want to share <laughs> oh my god anyways <sighs> getting back okay. to what makes somebody stylish this yep. is always something like i think when i was younger i always used to think that like to be stylish you used to have to wear like name brands and i always like i was obsessed with name brands when i was mm. in high school um there was a girl that i would like she would have all these name brands and i would like try to keep up with her because i was so envious of all like she always had like lacoste stuff mm-hmm. or like juicy couture like whatever it was um i used to love lacoste was when i was in high school mm-hmm. i still kind of do to be totally honest that preppy look has not totally faded for me which is funny because I don't wear anything preppy anymore. <laughs> but like now, as I think as I'm growing older and definitely what I see too is like, like I will get into this too, but like the whole like hype beast movement right now, like the, the trend in fashion is to basically wear as many name brands as possible and all of the name brands... Well, hypebeast is a very interesting term. Hypebeast is essentially like it's a whole lifestyle, but it does involve a lot of those kind of brands. That's what that means? But it's just kind of like a hypebeast is somebody who always wears the trendiest stuff. And as soon as it's out, it's out. So they're always like 
they hype up like brands like Supreme and Balenciaga is a hype beast um, brand right now. And like fear of God, like they just had a collab that happened with Nike. Mm. Um, like there's all of these brands. Nike, I would say, is actually part of the hype beast style, like for real, especially with the sneaker heads. Okay. They, they're always topical. So, oh, yeah. Like for me, it's really interesting because style for me started turning into like, because I do pay attention to fashion a lot. Like I consume a lot of fashion, whether it be online, Instagram, social media, whatever it may be. So it was always interesting to me. Like I don't like it when I just see somebody now wearing head to toe brands. Okay. I just, to be honest, I find it lazy. So stylish to me is not about the brands because I do think some of them have merit and like I even have some like designer pieces that I love. Okay. But it's just more about. I think style is inherent and it's about how you put things together. And I find that people can put like, you know, a $20 shirt with some crazy purse and go about it that way Yeah, are more creative to me than people who are just wearing brands head to toe. So that's definitely how I kind of look yes. at the situation. I feel so out of touch sometimes with br- – so when I was growing up, we didn't really have a lot of brands. And like I said, I'd, we didn't – Juicy Couture would not be accessible to anybody where I was from. Um, but like we – it would be more um, – we, we were really big into Target. That was a big one. Uh, so Target, Target brand. Uh, but no, even as I'm getting older, like uh, – so yeah, the – there's the fashion brands. I think for me, what I what gets me right now is almost like lifestyle, yeah. rather than the brand itself, like the hypebeast things. So, um, like I may not, I don't have anything from the cool, like the yeah, the whatever the cool brands are out there right now. But I'm like totally falling for uh, those people with the vintage stuff, like the vintage shirts, vintage sweatshirts. Um, I follow a lot of accounts that sell vintage clothes. uh, And also the brands that are selling like that lifestyle of like, I love Patagonia. What else? Uh, The Carhartt resurgence thing. Um, Which is funny because actually like from my perspective, you are overlapping with a little bit of the hype beast mentality, shall we say? Mm. Like for instance, the Carhartt resurgence is directly like part of the hype beast thing. So is the North Face Face. uh, resurgence right now. They've done a lot of brand collaborations, which I personally think is really cool. Mm. Looking at that from a marketing perspective, because uh, that's my view on things, that stuff is fascinating to me because I think it's such good business. If you can reinvent your brand, like a brand like Patagonia, they have a really strong brand identity. And then you have North Face who had a strong identity and now is completely reinventing themselves, at least with the younger crowd, to be this like part of the trendy set i think is fascinating whether or not it's right i'm not going to go into but like from a business perspective it's fascinating so i do like i would say that would be my impression of your style as well but it's nice that it comes through Mm -hmm. um that you do like the kind of the lifestyle brands more um I would like for me personally, I think there's some of them that I would like to be a part of more, mm. but a lot of those brands, it's hard for me because they're not size inclusive. So that's where I struggle a little bit. Uh, like, okay. There's only so like I, to back up for a second, it has never bothered me to wear mm. men's clothing or like men's size clothing. Mm-hmm. Also because for the longest time it was the only sizes that I could get. Like I used to be a full tomboy and only wear like boys shorts and boys shirts and stuff. But I think part of that was also because it was what it was available to was me. Available, so yeah. I mean even now like I still buy a lot of men's dress shirts and things like that um, because I like like a certain baggier look or I'm looking for a certain look. 
But I think for me, at least my patience starts to runs out, run out a little bit when like only the men's cuts are available. I would love to support some like more local brands, but the, yeah, the size thing, that's a, that's an interesting issue for me, but I do think like, I, I think a lot of brands, I I'm curious of your opinion on this are selling the lifestyle more. Yes, they are. I think so. And I think you you and I both love local brands too. So there's definitely like a research yeah. of, you know, this identity, like tying your identity where you live into a and wearing it proudly. So my my hometown, which is like not a big deal, we even have our own um, brands of clothing that we're all wearing. And it's just kind of a really cool pride moment. Um, so lifestyle in that it's the lifestyle of the city that you're living in. Um, I thought it was cool that you, so the men's topic, uh, the men's size clothing, uh, I like a lot of the unisex brands that are coming out. Um, unisex clothing brands. I see a ton of those. I support a lot of those because I tend to go almost always when I vintage shop towards the men's section anyways. Um, yeah. So I find that's really interesting is that, uh, but in the same way, I think there's a I've I've experienced more of a freedom to go to both female and male sizes because I haven't had any restrictions on what's accessible to me, right? Mm-hmm. So that's like something I don't really I've never really thought of. It's just been like, oh, I'm gonna take this man's shirt, and then it's like that's something that. I, whereas, like, I wonder, have you ever felt? And I don't know whether you've ever um, thought about this, but like. I don't really care if I want to look that like traditionally present traditionally feminine or whatever that means. Like that's not, that's accessible to me. If I want to be more gender neutral or like even present in a more like quote unquote masculine way. Um, does, did you ever find that like, I don't know how to phrase this properly, but like, like, like feminine, like feminine, feminine clothes. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh yeah. yeah, there there is a huge amount of pressure on plus size individuals to be, and I mean, I can only speak for female presenting individuals, which is the the point of view I'm going to go down right now. There is a huge, huge uh, pressure on um, female plus size individuals or female presenting plus size individuals to look feminine. Okay. Um, like I used to have, like for instance, like um, you knew me when I had this hair. I used to have hair that was crazy long Mm. and for those of you who can't see me anymore i chopped it off a while ago because what i found is i was actually using my hair as a security blanket Mm. i used it like i've always i love my hair and i spent a lot of time and energy on it uh, probably too much uh but i was constantly using it to add femininity to my outfits because i have always liked to go for a bit of a more androgynous style we'll call it right um you know, I've always liked blazers, jackets, boots, all of the things that like um, now, to be honest, I don't really assign gender to those anymore. But definitely at the time I, I did. Yeah. But yeah, I definitely use my hair. And the other thing I actually used to use my hair for was to hide my shoulders. Um, I used to be really self-conscious because I have very broad shoulders. I mean, we used to, my friends and I used to joke in university that I have linebacker shoulders. And it used to bother me. Yeah. yeah. I, used to, yeah I used to say that about it, it doesn't anymore. I actually love my shoulders and I show them off every chance I can get. Um, but yeah, like, so definitely, especially when I was growing up too, and I was a tomboy, I never used to wear makeup. Like I used to have crazy short pixie cut hair that I would spike up to look like Wolverine. I thought I was so cool. Um, I was trying to find picture, like photo evidence of it. And I need to go to my parents' house and look around because that was a thing that happened and people need to be able to laugh with me about this what i was doing um but 
Yeah, there's definitely a huge pressure to dress feminine. I would find, um, I used to fight against it a lot. I would actually find that's one of the things that I've noticed has changed about my style a lot in the past like year, two years, is that I feel like I have a l- little bit more of a feminine edge to my clothing, but now it's like, it's got an edge to it. But I think it's just because I've relaxed so much about it. Like, I don't feel like I mm. need to be, like, there's days when I, um, you know, I wear like pink, which for me is really weird. Um, and I had these like rhinestone jeans that I wear and that's a super feminine outfit. And then there's days where I literally go out dressed in all black and I got my boots on and my baseball hat and all of that stuff. So like for me, like, I definitely think there's a mm-hmm. lot of pressure and I definitely know that I mm-hmm. used to not succumb to it cause I don't like that word, but like definitely feel the pressure okay. of it. Yeah. I would say that there's, no, well, yeah, and I think it's like, again, a style is evolutionary. I think for me, what I really enjoy about it is the fact that like, on any given day, I can be a different person, like depending on the things that I pull together, like I can be like, super comfortable me, or I can be like super avant garde fashion me, or I can like be casual or all of these things like that I enjoy about my wardrobe. So it fits Mm -hmm. more with how I feel and what I want to present to people which I like but I definitely think you know you were talking about the vintage shopping and things like that I've only recently got into vintage shopping because to be honest it's only recently that I've started finding things that are like inclusive that I feel like I can buy so it's it's a really like and I know that vintage fashion is really popular with the younger crowd right now and I get it because I think it's really cool that everyone can create individual stuff that's not all what you can get in the store right and it's also helping I think kids are more aware of that fast fashion kind of oh for sure yeah the only thing I don't like about that is again coming from the plus size perspective is that it vilifies people who don't have any other options yeah because I've definitely struggled with that myself like there are times when I'm like well here's this shirt and like for one thing, plus size fashion is priced ridiculously. That's that could be a whole nother topic on its own. Um, Which I did not know. I had no idea. Yeah, it's That's- not cool. Um, but the other thing too is like that I will like, and I do buy fast fashion because it is like sometimes that's if I'm looking for a specific thing, those are the only things available to me. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's a whole it's a whole conundrum wrapped up in a snack, and it just keeps going. <laughs> No, that makes, I think, I think it's, it's like just interesting hearing you talk about stuff that, um, like I, I wonder because like you're saying some stuff just wasn't accessible to you. I always appreciate how much consideration you put into your, uh, your outfits in the way you show up. Whereas I'm finding now as I'm getting older, it's like, I'm, I don't know that I'm not putting as much effort into it, but I, (laughs) I feel like I'm dressing differently like I'm like oh I need to think a little like I'd like to get back to thinking a little bit more about um the day-to-day whereas now I'm I show up and it's like I I feel like more of an ease and I don't know that I'm presenting I don't consider things as much anymore that was not articulate that was not articulate at all I just feel like (laughs) but I I think you you did make your point a lot of things that I'm saying like a lot of the things that I've noticed in the last couple years is that um I'll be like I bought like I I literally changed my wardrobe. This is gonna sound really silly, but I changed my wardrobe when we got a dog, because I did have a lot of outfits. That's not silly. That's practical. <laughs> but I had a lot of like I would realize when I'd get up in the morning to like walk the dog or something. I had too many things that were not practical. Like they would be like, oh yeah. I was like, this is this is crazy. So I find now I'm like, am I? I was like, 
I had a moment today where I showed up to something and I was like, am I, am I like settling into my fashion? Like, am I literally just accepting my grandpa fashionness now instead of later? I don't know that I'm, I'm not upset about it, but I just, I'm like, this is, maybe this is it. Maybe this, <laughs> maybe this is how we're going to, but then, but then I like, like last night, um, like getting dressed up to go out on a Saturday, which I, we rarely do. Like, I like, I still like really wearing sequins once in a while and like wearing something, oh, yeah. wearing something flashy, but, um, yeah, I'm off on a tangent and I apologize, but yeah, I think it's, I'm trying to no, figure I out. I think it's a good point. I'm trying to figure out where I'm at. And I, I, I remember like when you said you consume a lot of fashion stuff, I'm like, do I still consume a lot of fashion stuff? Cause I had a really big magazine phase and I loved reading magazines and now I don't, now I'm not consuming that much and I don't really read any blogs. Um, I really do. I do fall prey extremely, though, to people um, like the lifestyle thing. So I haven't really dug into a lot around um, uh, the economies of certain fashions and stuff, but I'll see people online who I'm like, oh, that's pretty much an alignment where I think I would like my life to go. And then I find myself being drawn towards brands that those people are wearing, which sounds probably what they want me to do to spend my monies. But that is something that I've noticed. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that's entirely fair because also like I was going to comment on, I think it's super interesting that you brought up that, I mean, we've talked about this too. Fashion is a reflection of where you are at your life at this moment, Mm -hmm. which is always why you used to hear on all the makeover shows, which some of them were good. Some were super problematic. Um, I used to be a fan of, um, oh my God, what is it called? It was like Stacey London and it was on TLC and they used to like give people makeovers, but it was like super, you know the show I'm talking about. I I know that there are people in the comments like screaming it at us and like, please tweet it to us because I can't remember and this is going to bother me. What not to wear? Yes, there we go. Okay. So I used to love that show, um, but I liked it because they were more about teaching people like rules which is like something i don't necessarily agree with because especially lately fashion has no rules Mm -hmm. like there's not like everything matches people literally walk out of the house and like one color head to toe like none of those rules apply anymore but what i liked about it was they gave people boundaries in which to find things that made them comfortable Mm -hmm. yes one of the things that i always used to love about those shows is um like fashion like people would always have these clothes and it's like those are the pants i'm gonna wear when i drop 20 pounds or like this is all the clothes i used to wear when i was a different weight or whatever it may be and it's like so i definitely think it's interesting that like fashion is definitely uh an example of where you are in your life right now for better or worse and i like i used to definitely have things like that i mean Again, this could be an entire another aside, but I know if you go into any woman's closet, there is a range of sizes that honestly could encompass like 19 different people. Like mm-hmm. the sizes don't mean anything anymore. Like I personally buy stuff like a lot bigger if I'm going for a certain look or like like I have mm-hmm. jackets that I bought smaller because I don't care about zipping them up because I want them to look a certain way whatever it may be um but like to your point as well like my fashion definitely right now like i would not say it's practical fashion like for instance i've been dog sitting a couple times this year and like all i wear when the dog is here is sweats because <laughs> everything gets dirty like none of it is practical yes! but i would also say like a lot of my fashion as well is absolutely form over function yes! like i am one of those people i've started getting better but, like forever and ever <laughs> i have always been one of those people who like this is not good kids don't listen to this stay in school um this is like i always am the person who like preferences like 
looking good over being warm. I've stopped doing that so much, especially lately. Like there's a lot of things that I've bought recently where it's like I can be comfortable and I can look great, which is what I'm going for now. Mm. But there are there will be times mm. I'm notorious for this. You will sometimes see me in outfits and people who have worked with me can can corroborate this. Um, and my family can't do. Uh, there will be times where I have an outfit in my head, and come hell or high water, I will wear that outfit, oh which sometimes leaves me wearing like leather jackets I in the summer, and like sometimes I love I'm just it. super committed to that look, and that's what's happening, and I will suffer the consequences. Yes. I don't complain because it was me who did it, but I will suffer. I the love it. No, you know what? I love that because yeah, you're owning it, and you're not. So I did that. Um, yeah, and see, this is how oh, I love it because we are yeah very different. Because I I did do that. And especially like university days when you're going out to the bar, you're like, I don't need a jacket. I will wear this dress. Oh my God. No. I will wear this dress. The, I want like a booth coat. That was a thing. Uh, yes. Like, yes, the booth coat. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, I went to the club once in heels to the point that I like killed the nerves in the bottom of my yep. feet for like two weeks. I could not feel my feet, but I was like, yeah, it was worth it. I yep, exactly. And then now, <laughs> now, um, I was at a party and uh, a girl came up to me. She had these really cute shoes on. I was literally wearing these busted up high heeled boots that I had like a bunch of padding in them because I'm an ancient person and I have a bunion. Um, and I had like these really comfortable boots. I, yeah, I just, that's where I'm at. Um, I will not wear uh, um, anything tight. I mean, you know how I feel about jeans. I gave up jeans four years ago. I know. I don't understand it, but I appreciate your commitment. I ha I don't know. I just couldn't handle it. I mean, I'm actually so my one of my um, goals is to uh, start looking again, maybe for a pair of jeans. But back to that. Um, yeah, I I just started getting to this point where I never wanted to be uncomfortable, which is probably why I, I, okay. So this let, okay. I just figured, I just thought of something and I just want to go down this path because <laughs> go with it, go with it. So that's, that is the thing I, because I want to be comfortable and because I want to dress a certain way and I'm, and I am becoming a little bit more practical. With my, I, so something that I have faced is that people, um, want to force me into certain outfits because of my body type in a way. Yes, I don't know, yes, I don't know, yeah. if, I don't know if this is going to sound stupid, but I get really frustrated when I go shopping and I've had more than a couple people say, um, it, it like shop, uh, into like people at the shop or, or friends or family who say things like, like, why can't you wear things that fit you? You have it. You have you. You're you're built for you it. You have the body for it. So why don't you wear tight clothing? Or why do you need to wear things that are bigger? Is it like do you feel insecure? Do you blah 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 blah? And it's like I, I had that phase where I tried to fit myself into American Apparel bodycon dresses, which was the worst. And I, I have pictures of me in those dresses, and I'm sure that they look, I don't know, they were fine, whatever. But like, I wasn't dressing for me. I was dressing because that's what I thought. I you weren't comfortable. Yeah, I was supposed to be wearing that to the bar. And it just, I like, just let people fucking wear what they want. Like, if I want to dress in, yes. if I want to wear like a giant t-shirt as a dress, I'm going to do that. Like, it just drives me nuts that it's like, because I look a certain, I mean, it's, it's everybody, if it, wherever, just because you look a certain way doesn't mean you have to dress that way. No, <laughs> I completely agree. And like, I find it so interesting that we've gone through the complete opposite sides yes. of that spectrum yeah. and some ended up at the same place. Cause like you wear a lot of like baggy stuff because you're comfortable with it. Mm -hmm. And I've actually started wearing a lot more fitted stuff 
because at this point I'm like fuck it like I don't care anymore if I want to wear it and I feel like I look good in it like literally one of my favorite shirts is like this see-through bell sleeve shirt like it's mesh and I love it like and I used to be super self-conscious about wearing stuff like that like I have some crop tops now like I don't care bodysuits like for me I feel comfortable being able to express myself like that but definitely like I went through the phase where it was like I was wearing the baggy stuff because I felt like I had to hide my stomach and my thighs and my shoulders as I said Mm -hmm. like with my hair and all that stuff Mm -hmm. and like I I can't remember where I read it but I know for a fact that I I read a blog at one point and I was like this was when I was in high school and it was about a woman talking about plus size clothing and styling something like that and she said i think she was the seamstress or something like that and she was saying how she had a client who like had her tailor everything to her exact measurements like fitted she would tuck everything in because she's like this is my body and if people don't like it they don't have to look at it but i'm not going to hide it and like that has stuck with me for like 15 years like i like i don't apologize for my body anymore and i and i feel like that goes both ways like i am firmly with you on the train of like wear whatever you want fashion has no rules i do not care if you want to wear a dress and you are not feminine presenting i don't give a shit like i don't wear what makes you happy people have such cool style like people the people who like completely go away from the rules and like have fun and express themselves like for one thing those are always the people you want to be around because they're always the most fun because they're the most comfortable in their own skin and like this is the same thing like we could go into another this is a topic for a whole other thing too but like when i see like um men on instagram doing these makeup videos the only thing i get frustrated because they do it better than i do and i'm like can you please teach me like every time i see it i'm like that is amazing i want to do that look oh my god like i don't with stuff like that i do not care like i don't care what you're presenting if one day you want to be female presenting if another day you want to be androgynous if you feel like you don't want to like clothes have no gender there are no rules you rip them apart you put them together however you want like let people fucking live i know i agree i and i think for me watching men do the makeup videos um and then yeah just being able to wear what i want me wearing baggy clothes is is me getting used to the fact that i feel more comfortable in androgynous clothes and i and i it's been a hard uh I've been trying to figure out because, yeah, I did have to deal with some stuff where I'd wear certain things and um, my hair was like at my chin and now it's a little bit longer than that. It's still not very long. But I would, yeah, I would worry about am I am I looking feminine enough or whatever, right? And then I would, and then I just oh, stopped, yeah. I just stopped caring because I like, I, yeah, you can switch it on and off if I want to. And also what is, what is feminine, right? Like if I feel comfortable in myself and, um, Oh yeah, genders don't exist. Genders like, don't exist. So what is even what is even that? Um, yeah, because I because of uh, my, like so my body, I always felt because I am muscular and I am uh, athletic. I did always struggle with like not having curves. And if I was to wear like a baggy t shirt, am I just emphasizing the fact that I'm built like a thirteen year old like cisgender boy? Um, but no, it's just it's just I don't even. It's nice in this day and age to like it's well for most of us we don't like it's you don't have to think about it you don't have to think about it if you don't want to you can just wear what you want yeah but i think the other thing for me too is like it's it's the same thing as i mentioned before it's literally a grass is greener situation on both sides like we've had this conversation about like you can wear stuff that i could never because like your chest is not that Mm. like as big as mine like and there's other things that i can wear like 
it's all about personal preference. Yeah. Like there, like I said, there's no rules, but I think definitely people police that. And I think we police ourselves we into do. shit like that, which I don't, I do not like at all. Yeah. Um, but there is also like personal preference for what makes you feel comfortable. But yeah, like I just, yeah, it, it frustrates me that people still try to put this box around fashion. I think that's why I love it so much is because people like, if you really pay attention to what people are wearing, it's such an expression of themselves. Mm-hmm. And maybe that expression is, I don't care. And that's totally fine. Mm-hmm. Like, there are other things to care about than fashion. But I do think the people who enjoy it or put some focus on it, like the two of us, I just enjoy seeing what that looks like every time. Um, but I do think it's interesting, like, when you were talking about trends, that's one thing I wanted to talk about. Okay, yeah. Because... Trends to me are super interesting and I definitely think I pay attention to them, but whether or not I participate, like the thing that bothers me is like, I'm always that friend who will like try to get people to try stuff on because like, I love going shopping with people because I'm like, just try it on. And I hate when I get the like, oh, that won't look good on me or like, I don't think so. And I'm like, have you tried it on? Yeah. You could be right and you could be completely wrong. Like I get that with people who like with really flashy stuff. Like when I wear sequins, people are like, I can't wear that. Why? Why can't like, you know, or like uh, the thing that gets me more, it's not that I can't wear that. It's uh, I love that, but I can't pull that off. Yes. I'm like, yes. If you put it on, like, there you go. That's you pulling it off. Like, it's just it's all like I it frustrates me how people get in their head sometimes about stuff like that. Like, and I would definitely say like my style of fashion is flashy. Like we both have a love for sequins. My, like if my closet had a title right now, it would be velvet nonsense. There are so Mm. many velvet things in my closet right now. Like I like flashy things. I like things with a little bit of pizzazz to them. So like not much of a glitter person, funnily enough, but Anyways, like, that's definitely my style of fashion. So it frustrates me when people police themselves out of things before they even try them. Yep, yep. So I'm, like, and again with trends, too. Like, there's some things that I think are ridiculous. Like, I can't lie. I think the bike short trend is ridiculous. Like, that whole Instagram baddie, like, sports bra bike trend thing is not my thing. I do. I had a pair of bike shorts I got from a vintage store, but that was, like, in the summer when I thought maybe that the longer shorts were going to be good. And then I realized that like, I've seen them showing up in campaigns for winter fashion. And I was like, what? What is happening? That one, that one just frustrates me because they're trying to make it high fashion. Like I get bike shorts. If you're like doing athletic things, sure. Why not? But like high fashion bike shorts with the, with the perspex heels, like, no, we're not doing that. Anyways, now I'm being, uh, a hypocrite but (laughs) like so things like that like i just the thing that frustrates me with trends is like um again when people just say like oh i love that but i can't pull it off Mm -hmm. it's like just don't don't pay attention to it so much and also don't feel like you have to like there are some trends that are not meant to be kept up like by us mere mortals like Mm -hmm. that go kind of goes back to the whole hype beast thing but like as i mentioned the whole instagram baddie thing like there's so many types of looks that like you can fall head over heels into whatever like subspecies of like brand you're looking at. Like mm-hmm. definitely for me, my attention is kind of towards the like high end luxury brands mm-hmm. and like what they're doing, but then the hype beast thing. But then there's like, I don't even know how to term it. And I know this isn't the right term, but like, for instance, did you see the trend that there was this, to be honest, this entire past year, but definitely this summer. And it was like linen. Everything was linen and everyone yes. was wearing linen and I like cannot. giant pants and like, I like the idea. I yeah. couldn't find anything that I liked enough 
that I felt like would fit with it mm-hmm. that I also would wear more than once. Yeah. But like, no. it's, that's like, that's the example. Like there's, there's so many trends that are such flash in the pan things. And I find it really interesting too. Cause again, like I said, I pay attention to like the high end luxury brands yep. and what they're doing. Cause to me, fashion, it's not just expression, it's an art. And, but like oh, sure. the argument is how far does that go? Right. Which, I mean, you can argue till the cows come home, but like, yeah, a lot of um, luxury brands too are now moving to the fast fashion types of things. Like, you know, Balenciaga rebranded themselves as like an entire street style fashion. They changed their logo. Mm-hmm. They like, there's like Vet Mall, which is like, yeah, I don't even, it's like shit post as fashion. Like, I love that mom because there's a couple of things that I really like that they've done, but I follow their Instagram account and so many things that they put out, like giant t-shirts that have like pig emojis on them that cost yeah. like $1,500. I, like, I don't understand. Yeah. It's just, that stuff to me is ridiculous. Um, But then like you could, like Gucci has had a resurgence this year and they're like one of the number one street style brands. Like there's just so many, like these Balenciaga shoes that I hate so much, which I can't remember the name of because I think I've blocked it on my memory triple s there we go the triple s's they are awful and everyone wears them all the time and i hate them they're a thousand dollars sneaker and they look like a lego brick like so like stuff like that frustrates me like so there is uh there's another example too so supreme which i have a story about supreme uh jess has heard but we'll retell it for the sake of all you listeners because you need every chance you can get to to laugh at me this (laughs) is fine um so supreme one of the biggest collaborations of the year this year was supreme and louis vuitton like this stuff sold out like in nanoseconds it was crazy and i'll admit like it looked really cool it was like um for those you don't know supreme started out as like a skate company um, and has now really pushed themselves into like the street style, like they are the street style brand. Like they have a very mm-hmm. famous, their logo, they call it the box logo. It's on t-shirts. They've done a lot of collaborations. It's really interesting. Um, so the Louis Vuitton line, if they did, had that like the red Supreme and it had the LV all over it. And they brought all this mm-hmm. stuff out and people went mental. And then the other thing that they did, so they brought as part of that out, they brought these shoes out. And like, I cannot even express to you, you know, like... I don't know the word for them, but they're like the geriatric shoes that um, elderly people wear because they're more comfortable for them. Like that style I'd of probably, shoe. I'd probably love them. Yep. No, no, no. But yes. these are like specifically like. Are they like? Are they like usually black? Do do people who are in server white. positions wear them? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. I know. Like nurse. No, no, nurse no, shoes? no, no, no. I'm talking about okay. like the older people wear them, and they're like they have like art support, and they have all the things that the elderly need because walking is hard. Um, yep. so these shoes literally look like geriatric shoes, but they said Supreme on them and they said LV on them. And basically the, the comment that was made was like the, the only people that were going to wear them. Cause like, this is the thing with street style. It's like, how far does this go? Like, are you wearing this because you like it and it's expression? Or are you wearing it because it says whatever brand Mm -hmm. so the comment was at the time like the only people who are going to wear those shoes are people who are like straight up hype beasts like they all they want to do is rep the brands and that's exactly what happened like some people were wearing them and trying to make them like a thing and i was like do you like like you don't like those because you think they're fashionable you like them because you think they're fashionable because they say supreme on Mm -hmm. them so like that's my that's my beef with like the gucci sneakers and the balenciaga ones because they look terrible but like that's the thing like you we all get influenced by stuff like this like those of us who are into fashion like oh yeah definitely like i like i would say two years ago i had no idea about street style and then i had a coworker who was really really into it and he kind of started teaching me about stuff and like what do the brands mean like i didn't even know like 
I didn't know that like Bape and Bathing Ape were the same company. I had no idea. I didn't know what that meant. So like, and what they were known for and all of these things. So like, I started getting really into it and like personal side about me, I love learning about things. So as soon as I find something that I don't know about, like I throw myself in, which is probably why I had so many phases as a kid. Like shout out, yeah. shout out to childhood. But uh, oh, I had a big, I had a big fashion blog stage. Did I you? think now, oh yeah, like when you're when the way you're talking about this, I like I can relate to. Um, I think for me, it does get overwhelming when you start talking like the street style thing and all these new luxury brands. Like I don't know that I would call it street style if it's not accessible. But yeah, like to people like financially. But yeah, it's I remember I can't I'm trying to remember what it looked like back like J. Crew was big, yeah. I think, when I was yes. in the street style. Or like um, oh God, now I can't even remember. But like once when I got out of right when I got out of university, I was really into like, yeah, fashion blogs and trying to keep up with yeah. It's so fascinating how it's and I don't know, I think that was even before Instagram like really took off. Oh, so yeah. oh, it's yeah. probably even it's probably even more bonkers now. Oh, it is. And I mean, definitely Instagram has been like uh, an instigator for all of that, like inf- the influencer lifestyle and like the whole like brands are now trying to sell lifestyles. And I don't think that just means like, you know, the type of brands you were mentioning, like Patagonia and things like that. Like, I definitely think they have a lifestyle to them. But I now think, like, a, like I said, a lot of street style brands are selling that lifestyle too. like, again, to go back to Supreme, they like... It was actually fascinating. There was a there was a um, an art installation or something where it was like all of these supreme things, and you actually get a chance to see how many things this company brands. Like they are known for their drops, as they call them, so like releases, and they have everything from like a keytar to chopsticks to like tapestries to yeah, rugs, phone cases. Like it's crazy, but it's also like there's so many. If you go down that road, like there's so many things that are like lifestyle brand in that way. Like especially like Supreme is just fascinating because it's like so prevalent. And I mean, I kind of had a brush with this. Um, so I was in uh, New York recently to visit some friends and uh, mm-hmm. I was staying out in Brooklyn. So I had some time to myself. So I um morbidly curious and I do like some of Supreme stuff. So there is a Supreme store, like a brick store in Brooklyn so I was like, all right, I'll take the subway down. I'll go explore. It was in a neighborhood. Uh, it's in Williamsburg. So I wanted to go explore there anyways. Um, so I <laughs> took the subway down and that was a whole experience. So I have to say, like, the dudes of Supreme did not know what to do with me. Like, it was fascinating. <laughs> like, they, like, so I didn't know. I'd never been to a Supreme store before. So I didn't know the rules where it's like, you don't, like, pull stuff off the racks and try it on. Like, you pull it off, you tell someone, and then they bring you the thing to try on. Mm-hmm. And then also, like, they're, like, so they're famous, like, kind of, as I mentioned, for these box logo tees. So they have all these Mm -hmm. specific t-shirts. You're not allowed to try the t-shirts on at all. Which is so confusing to me. That was, like, I don't understand. Yeah. So, like, so to back up. So I'm, like, walking in Williamsburg, and I have my, like, Google Maps open to figure out where I am and where this store is. So that's the other thing about Supreme stores. They don't have... um, they don't have like signage. So like a lot of times all they'll do is they put a sticker on the window and that's all they've got. So like there's barely anything on the storefront. So I'm walking past and so like um, on the right side of me down the sidewalk. So I walk down and I don't see anything. And I walk down a couple of blocks and then I'm like, ah, clearly I missed it. <laughs> so then I like turn around and come back up the street. So while I was walking, I walked through this like, like movie trailers. So there's like 
clearly movie trailers they were shooting something in the area so there's like i finally get to where it says the storefront is which is like literally right in front of these trailers and i was like shit are they filming something on like the one time i come here like you mu- you gotta be kidding me because there's like a cop there and then there's also this giant bouncer like a very very large man um so i'm like oh my god are they filming something can i not go in so i like asked the guy and i was like uh is it closed and he's like no and he gives me this really weird look and i'm like oh okay so i like go in <laughs> that was the other thing too i got a lot of weird looks for like being polite in new york so that was an experience yeah. for me <laughs> so um yeah so i go in and like it's a cool store it's like and I think a lot of Supreme stores have this. So they've got like a retail area in the front. The whole like store unit is like made out of concrete. And in the front they have the store and in the back they have like a skate park. So they had like a full bowl in the back, which was cool. There was a couple people using it, which I thought was really fun. So like, you know, you go in and they had just released by the time I was there, they had just re- released like a fall drop had happened so they had all the new stuff so like all bright Mm -hmm. colors and so I go and check out all of these things so that's when I get informed about the rules a little bit confused fine I go through and I pick out some stuff to try on um yeah so supreme like I would say like it's almost entirely marketed as a men's brand but a lot of people Mm. wear it um so like Public perception is that it's a unisex brand, but they market themselves as a men's brand. So there's some stuff, and I've heard this before too, like because they're kind of pushing towards this high-end brand vision. They okay. like some of their size, some of their sizing is like some of the like logo tees, for instance, are massive, and some of their stuff is actually pretty small. So it's actually super inconsistent. Okay. Which is confused. That's that, yeah, that's strange. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I honestly think they're just trying to make the shopping experience as confusing as possible for people like me. <laughs> but it's so, like, how, how, uh, does that make people want it more because they can't have it? I don't understand yes. that. Oh, I think it's entirely an exclusivity thing. And the thing with Supreme, too, is like they, almost everything that they do, a lot of people buy it online. So, like, I don't know how oh. much they value their brick and mortar stores because there aren't a lot of them. Um, but yeah, so like I go through, I had a nice guy helping me out. Like he was cool. The other guys in the store had no idea what to do with me, which was just funny. Like they were trying to answer my questions, but I think I was throwing them so much with my questions about simple things like, do you have this in X size? And they're like, uh, I gotta check. Like I swear to God, all of them were named Dylan. Like they were oh very God. nice bros, but they were bros nonetheless. They were bros, okay. So it wasn't like a welcoming experience necessarily. Absolutely not. No, I honestly think I just powered through with the force of my like, okay. Like I was like, just going to be like, this is fun for me. This is a new experience. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't care that you're looking at me like I'm an idiot, which is funny because I was also wearing like, because I knew I was going to Supreme and I like to to dress appropriately. Like I was wearing street style things. Like I didn't flounce in there in like a dress or something. Right. So I was like, stop looking at me like I have no idea what's going on. Like just because I've never been to this store before. But anyways, I was determined to power through. So I get a bunch of stuff. I try a bunch of stuff on. And like, it was also funny because there was things that I didn't realize were other things. So for example, (laughs) I pull this, like what I thought was a camo jacket off the wall. And it was like, kind of like a Carhartt style, like one of those like work jackets or so I thought. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Like, you know, I like camo Mm -hmm. a lot. So I'm Mm -hmm. like, sure, I'll try that on. Did not realize it's like a full work suit. So it's like coveralls. Oh, wow. Like, and I didn't realize it. Like, thankfully, I was in the dressing room at this point, which right. also like the dressing room was like this industrial like curtain cylinder. I don't even know how to explain it. It was underneath the skate bowl. 
Oh. So it's just like this. Oh yeah, it felt like I was in an alternate universe. <laughs> like it wow. was just. So I like I go to try some stuff on. I find some things, and I was like, yeah, like the coveralls. I was like, in what? No, all right, in what world? Sure, no. Like some things, like there were some hoodies I tried on, and they were like super, super small. Uh, but apparently that was the guy told me it was just the cut of the line. So anyways, I figure finally figure out that I want this shirt. It's like a baseball jersey and it's got all these different colors on it. And I think it's really cool. Um, so I finally come out. Oh, and at a certain point too, I like uh, I had to go out for another size. So I like come back out and then the guy who was helping me wasn't there. So another Dylan had to help me and he was even more confused than the first one. So many Dylans. So, <laughs> so many Dylans. Just a plethora of Dylans. So I get my shirt. I come out and I'm like, cool. I really like this one. I'll pay for it. So I get to the front. I start like I put down their shirt. They have, everything comes in like these like it's a, it's an experience, right? So everything comes in these plastic bags, like a Ziploc bag that has like the logo mm-hmm. on it, and like it's a whole thing. You know, the bag has the logo on it. So they're also famous for like stickers that have the logo on them, and they have all these like keychains and phone cases and stuff. So I'm like, ah, I'm here. I might as well get some stickers too. So I get a couple of those, and so they have this glass. You know how that you have like counters in stores where they have like the glass top, and you can look at all the stuff that's under the register. Mm-hmm. So they have one of those. And so like I'm looking at all the like they have like this really weird keychain that I kind of zero in on, which is like a level, like a hardware level. But of course, it's a supreme on it because obviously. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, yo, OK, there's one right there. Like, I think that's kind of cool. Like, you know, I'll get one of those. So the guy looks at it and he's like, we're completely sold out. And I'm like, uh, I'm uh, like, I'm looking at one. Like, I don't. Can you not? sell me that one and he's like no it's display only i'm like okay so i asked about another one he's like you're displaying displaying things you don't have that's seriously so like i asked about another one same thing the entire case other than the stickers was like sold out and i was like just sell me the one that's in front of you like why is this so difficult so anyways couldn't get any of those so yeah like i finally i pay i'm like laughing this into like the entire time at the cash i'm just like what is this like it's just if I had been in any other place other than like on vacation and just going for the experience, I would have been pissed off because it was just so like, like really like, come on. It's so it's disingenuous. Like it's, it's all, oh, yeah. it's all built on this. Like, yeah. that Like you said, the exclusivity to make you want to be a part of whatever the heck they're trying to say. Yeah. That's interesting. Absolutely. So like that to me was like selling the lifestyle to the point that like when I'm trying to buy into the lifestyle by purchasing an item, they're like, you don't fit the lifestyle. Uh. <laughs> like it was, it was just anyway. So I finally leave and I like take some pictures because at that point I'm like, I don't, the Dylans already think I'm weird as hell. Like they're, one other thing is not going to throw them. So I like take some pictures and go on my merry way. But like that was my first brush with the street style elite in person. And I was like, this is ridiculous. It's a pretty, so that's my Supreme story. Is it? (laughs) But like, (laughs) but like, so how do I, so you still like, you like the brand still. I mean, it's one of those things where, oh yeah, because I guess that's the follow up. Like when I, I've worn this shirt a couple times and I've gotten a lot of compliments on it because I think it's cool. It's a pretty it's a cool shirt, yeah. And um, like some people, when I tell, like, because it's not, I don't think it's overly apparent that it's Supreme because it doesn't have mm-hmm. the like logo on it. Um, and when I've told some people uh, that it's Supreme, like some people are like, really, like you, like really Supreme, and I'm like, I. <laughs> 
I get it. Like, I get why people dislike it. And I would definitely say that I'm one of the people who criticizes it too. But then it becomes like, well, how much can I criticize it when I did like want to go like buy something from it? Like in my head, it was like, I'm in Brooklyn, Supreme, New York. It's my like little New York souvenir that I brought back. So it makes me think about it. But like, I get the criticisms about it, but it's like, I would say I, for me with fashion, I'm like that with a lot of brands. Like there's parts of them that I like. I would say that with fashion in general, there's a lot of problems with fashion and I acknowledge them, but I also take part too. So it's like, you know, pros and cons, man. It's hard because I, as I've been getting um, older, yeah, I think that I, I try, I would, I try to pick brands that are um, pretty in alignment with what I'd like, but uh, it it can be challenging. Um, Yeah. I was going to say H&M, but then H&M also recycles fashion. So I do love that, but that would be the most like yeah. fast fashion, I guess, that I could that I could think of right now that, that I shop at semi-regularly. But yeah, I know. I think for me, I love watching a lot of it. None of the none of the hype, well, with the exception of probably the Patagonia stuff, but I've been trying to find vintage Patagonia, which is so expensive. Um, oh yeah, because they see the brand, right? Yeah, so I'm always, yeah. I think, I, I mean, some of the Supreme stuff is cool. I didn't realize that their stores were like that, but I've seen some of the stuff online and it looks cool. Some of it is cool. Like, don't get me wrong. Some of it is cool and some of it is absolutely ridiculous. Like, the fact that they brought out a keytar this year. Like, really, really. (laughs) They're just trying to bring the keytar back in in general. So, But, I mean, with that, it's like, it's literally just publicity, right? Oh, yeah. That's the argument you can make with all of this stuff. Yeah. People have made the arguments, too. It's like, really, you care about fashion? It's like, well... We all got to care about something. Yeah. And I think it's a hobby. I think for some people, it's a form of resistance. It's a resistance against like the gender they were assigned at birth. And it's a resistance against like lots of things, right? Like the patriarchy, uh, all of that. So I think to to say fashion doesn't matter or it's not important, regardless of whether you're like your your style is elaborate or simple, it's still an intention and it's still something that you're putting forward about yourself, which I think is, is important, right? It's like, yeah. Yeah, I think for better or worse, in my head, fashion has always been a part of history. Mm-hmm. Like, and again, there's been a lot of problematic stuff. Like I could name a whole bunch of stuff right off the top of my head which we're not going to get into right now, but like for better or worse, it's an expression Mm -hmm. and a rebellion against expectations, I guess is if I had to put my little thesis paragraph down about what fashion means to me Mm -hmm. in one minute or less, going back to my high school presentation days, that's what it means. So, I mean, I think it just goes to show like we've been talking about this for a long time Mm -hmm. and we could continue talking about this for a long time. Mm -hmm. Like there is a lot of, stuff i'm interested to hear and i hope people let us know what they view about it and i would love to hear people's opinions on stuff we've talked about here if there's other like things they like about fashion or to be honest i would love to hear from somebody who doesn't like fashion at all and why like how do they view it why yeah Yeah. and like how does it look to them about people who do care about fashion and stuff like that like that would be fascinating yes i agree um do you have any uh folks or brands that you recommend that people follow uh I mean, I don't. I wouldn't say that I follow. Like, I don't follow a lot of influencers anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just more like I, uh, I definitely would say that I pay attention a lot to Nike. 
um, in terms of what they do innovation wise. So yeah. I like they do a lot of collaborations that I love. I also am in love with Come des Garcons, and that's just a personal plug. Nice. Um, I just like what they do as art. I think it's fascinating. Um, yeah. Other than that, like I would like there's like sources out there that you can find. Um, like hype beast is actually like a brand like it's a magazine mm-hmm. and they do stuff and then there's like high snobiety mm-hmm. um i'm just looking at my is there anything while i look at my instagram to see if there's anybody i specifically want to shout out is there are there any brands that you follow um yeah so i was gonna or people i was gonna say i love uh patagonia t uh, toronto's instagram account they also use their store to host a lot of amazing events that are in alignment with their mission so oh, i like cool. that um uh, Ilbury and Goose to shout out a local yes. brand that is Canadian made. Yes, we Canadian love made them. and gender neutral, which I love. And then two people that I think are uh, important to follow because they've taught me a lot about, you know, why fashion matters. Um, and like I said, why it can be part of the resistance is uh, an individual named Alok. So A L O K. Just to wear what you want to wear, even at the risk of being, um, uh, you know, harassed or assaulted. Uh, I think they show that fashion can be a form of courage. So I think that's amazing. And also, also Rain Dove, um, who considers themselves a gender capitalist. So they actually post uh, pictures. They model both as a male and as a female. So that's, oh, that's just cool. a really interesting like mind fuck on fashion and gender standards around fashion. So Rain Dove and Alok, uh, they're both verified accounts. So I like following both of them because they uh, force me to challenge a lot of the things and a lot of preconceptions that I have around style and fashion. So yeah, that's really cool. Um, those who know me, the only other person I want to shout out is actually, um, a K-pop artist. So I'm a huge K-pop fan. We are going to have an episode about that. I'm sure you're all very excited. Yeah. I am. Uh, one of my favorite singers, his name is Dean. So his Instagram handle is Dean Treble, D-E-A-N-T-R-B-L. Um, so follow him for his music because he has a voice like an angel, but he also has really cool fashion, um, that I think just like mixes stuff up. Like he did, um, there's a, I don't know who the brand is uh, online. It's the color series on YouTube and they do like, they highlight artists and it's like, I, you shared stuff from it before, but it's like, they put them in a room and the room is all one color and then they sing like acoustic or like live. Mm. Um, so Dean did a colors episode and it was like all purple and he's wearing this outfit and it's this coat and it's amazing. And that's kind of like when I first, saw his fashion but i really like his fashion he does a lot of stuff that like he has a very significant sense of personal style that i dig mm-hmm. um, i really like just this, uh, leather bucket hat that i'm seeing yes that yeah he sick. wears a lot of really cool stuff so cool. yes so we would love to hear your opinions about fashion yes. tell us who you like if there's people you think we should check out um or if there's brands you think we should check out let us know if there's something you want to get us a shout out uh dm us and we'll tell you our compensation package just kidding um <laughs> but yeah i think it's this has been a lot of fun this is like i said this is a topic that i think is both very near and dear to both of our hearts mm-hmm. and uh and as much as both of us i enjoyed it as, yeah as much as both of us have evolving styles and uh mine is I think possibly covered with more dog hair than yours, maybe at this point <laughs> in time and cat hair. Um, I think it's really, it's just 
it's very cool. And I, I have so much respect for um, any type. Yeah. Any type of this self-expression stuff, like, Oh, I'm here for it. I'm, I'm living. I love uh, when I'm going down the street and um, like a Saturday night or something. And I see people dressed. It brings me back to when I was dressed up like that. Oh, it's just, yeah. Yeah. Nostalgia. It's fun. It's, it's really meaningful, but at the same time, it's not, it's yeah, it's great. It's, it's yeah. It, it, I don't know where we would be without it. So. No, I think that's a good ending. And we're done. Where would we be? And we're done. That's it. (laughs) So on that delightful note, (laughs) cut it. Cut the audio. Okay, we're done. (laughs) Um, All right. So to do our ending plug, you can find both of us on social media. You can find me on Instagram and on Twitter. My handle is the same at Ginger Says Jump. And Jess, where they can where can they find you? They can find me on Instagram at JessIreland7 and on Twitter at JustJessIreland because I've said this before, but I've been on Twitter longer than Justin Bieber because, you know, so <laughs> I, got, I got my fun. actual my actual name. <laughs> on, actually, I think I've been on it longer than Ashton Kutcher. That's a real benchmark. So that's, yeah. I don't have as many followers as Ashton Kutcher. I actually have a really embarrassingly small amount of followers on Twitter. Yeah, I do too, yeah. but... But people can and, uh, people can email us now. Yes, yes, they can. So we have an email set up, and it is here. Let me find the email. Uh, <laughs> you can email us if you want to. It's fringefeatherpodcast at gmail dot com. Uh, we would love to hear if you have emails about something that we talked about on the show or something you want us to talk about on the show. Shoot us an email, um, and we will get back to you in like three to ten business days. <laughs> three to, no, that's just three to ten. That's just. You know, like Amazon. Uh, that's well, We're kidding. We'll be checking it a lot. So if there's anything you want to talk about, let us know. We're excited to hear from you. Like if you like this video. <laughs> Subscribe if you really like it. Woo! Tell all your friends. I just ripped that right from Steve Dangle's YouTube videos. That's another person you should follow. He's great. His fashion sense, I think, to be honest, extends to a lot of suits and Leafs jerseys. Oh, there you go. There you go. Oh my God. I just want to, I just want to shout out right now that I found a, um, Maple Leafs, uh, hoodie, old school Maple Leaf style Jersey hoodie with Phil Kessel's name on the back. And it was such a, it was, we love Phil Kessel. I I love Phil Kessel Kessel on this podcast. (laughs) So that's a great fashion find. That was a good fashion. Yes, it is. That's, that is amazing. (laughs) All right. Phil Kessel, we can't wait to hear from you. Yes. See you guys next time.